the official sound of the Midwest. Midwest Girls is made up of two friends who turn co-host. Meg and I will take you on a raw and unfiltered journey through our lives as followers of Jesus. Whether we are sharing truth and biblical wisdom, giving relationship advice, or telling stories of our dogs, we seek to exist as a platform to give encouragement and love while maintaining our motto to be unashamedly bold, truthful, and genuine in the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Midwest Girls. Hello. We are here with our promised holiday episode. We are wearing ugly Christmas sweaters for those who watch on YouTube. And no offense, Mom. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't wear it. I think she would consider it maybe a... Ugly sweater now. Well, Who used to wear this sweater for real? It was the epitome of like the 90s yes. to wear this. And it was something everyone did. Oh, yeah. So mine, because my last name is Bear, mine it has bears on it. <laughs> I'm holding it up for the camera to see. Mine has snowmen because if you know my mom, you know her obsession with snowmen. Here they are <laughs> in all their glory. <laughs> It's rather large on me, so whatever. I like it. <laughs> oh, but um, we're excited to bring this episode to you, just because it's like an easy breezy episode, and I'm honestly excited for the little bit of a break that we get. Not that yeah. this is a lot, but it's good to say to to step back. Yes, yes, and it's just like oh, then we can you know refresh ourselves and. Um, Seek the Holy Spirit in sky. Yes, and uh, we have more testimonials coming once we come back in January. Yeah. So that'll be great. And so we're highly appreciative of all you who have been listening, have been sharing, have been um, liking and rating uh, the podcast. Yeah. um, Because we have seen growth since this testimonial thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Growth and consistency which is good. Yeah. So. Yeah. And not that we we want numbers for the right reason. No, our heart's saying that if, if the name of Jesus is getting out there, mm-hmm. that's that's all we want. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah, the holiday episode is more just like kind of for our fun and for <laughs> your fun. Because some, t- some of our episodes are heavier. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you know what? This is fun. Let's do it. <laughs> and it, it'll just prepare all of our hearts for the holidays. Yes. So, yeah. So we got on our sweaters. We have some hot cocoa. In Charlie Brown mugs. Yes. Because I have a million of Charlie. Everything's Charlie Brown in my house, if, it's, if possible. I love it. Um, but we would, did think that we would start off with scripture. Mm-hmm. And so um, Meg actually pulled from Isaiah, which went along great with um i think what i pulled from luke yeah um it's just kind of the you know seeing the fort like the fort um the coming of the king and how isaiah um prophesied Mm -hmm. and uh about the coming king yes so yeah um it's it's so good and if you've 
you know what, let's just read it. Okay, so Isaiah 9. So this is, I don't know, thousands of years before Christ? Timeline-wise? I'm not sure. Okay, well, it's a long time. Yeah. Nevertheless, there shall be no more gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time, he had contemptuously treated the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephtali. But in the latter time, he shall make it glorious by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan in Galilee of the nations. So Nephtali and Zebulun um, were tribes of Israel. So he's speaking of Israel now mm -hmm. and all that they had been through. And he's saying now from, did you pick up on that? From Galilee... I'm going to make her glorious. And where was Jesus from? Galilee. So here we go. Here is Isaiah's prophecy about the coming Messiah. And it, I'll probably tear up. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them the light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased the joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest and as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the bar of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor as in the day of Midian's defeat. For all the sandals of the tramping warriors and, in, and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with justice and with righteousness. From now until forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. There it is. Mm -hmm. So, do you want to pick that apart or anything um I just think it's I just love when you can when you look at the old testament and you see everything you know that's about to come and we have the blessing of the new testament mm -hmm. and so I just really always enjoy the um the connecting those dots yeah. and um, that's why I get super frustrated when people say the Old Testament is irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it is all to teach us, uh, something, um, you know, this is, I feel like when they say the Old Testament is, uh, ir irrelevant, it's saying parts of God is irrelevant, mm -hmm. um, which is obviously not true. Mm -hmm. And, um, if he didn't want us to know these things, they wouldn't have been, Put in there. Put in there. Yeah. I, I think the language is so beautiful, the illustrative language. Um, from reading it, you can tell that Israel, and if you know Old Testament history, they had been through so much, mm -hmm. you know, from their beginnings with Abraham to their enslavement in Egypt to the time of the kings and then their uh, captivity in Babylon and coming back. They really had been through much, and yet they always looked for the coming savior. And mm -hmm. it's like Isaiah is saying here, it will be so good. And he says, all the sails of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. I take that as it's over. Yeah. All that suffering. Here is the peace. Yes. And he is here. Praise God. And, and when they see, when I, I tear up, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. 
Yeah. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Yes. So, yeah. And, um, you know, you might recognize, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. That's in Handel's Messiah, which I sang many, many times mm -hmm. uh, growing up uh, into college and all of that. So if you have not listened to, this isn't the Hallelujah Chorus, this is unto us a child is born mm -hmm. by Handel, you should look it up. Wait, no. Hallelujah Chorus is Bach. Or is it Handel? Getting my phone. I have no idea. <laughs> I think they're both from Messiah, but let me look. Because I don't want to say something like that wrong. People are like, weren't you on music major? <laughs> <laughs> oh, once she looks this up, we're going to be in, we're going to read, I'm going to read from Luke 2. You know, the classic before opening gifts yes. <laughs> scripture. But I'm going to jump down and start in four, actually. Or should I just go? You go for it. Okay. So I'm going to jump down in four. So at this time, you know, Caesar Augustus um, issued a decree that a census was going to be taken of the entire Roman. It is Handel. It is I was Handel. right. <laughs> should have just stuck with it. Um, but the entire uh, Roman world. And this was the very first census that took place with um, Cornelius as the new governor. So... Everybody was going to their own town to register, and it says, So Joseph went. Joseph also went up to the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judah, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. Mm -hmm. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those, I'm getting choked up, <laughs> to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Mm -hmm. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning the, what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for the, all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Amen. Um, when I love that. That's Luke. Luke includes that it was from the house of David. That that's why they had to go uh, do the census because right here in Isaiah nine he said it'll be upon the throne of David. Yes, and I that led me to this statistic. I've heard it before, uh, for Jesus to to for Jesus to statistically fulfill 
all um, 300 prophecies in the Old Testament, it's nearly impossible like for any human being to, to do all that the Old uh, Testament prophesied for Jesus to do. The actual stutter much <laughs> statistic <laughs> is one in 10 to the 17th power. So it'd be what? Hundreds, thousands, millions, billions, trillions. What's after trillions? Zillions? <laughs> I think. One that. to the 100 zillionth power. Like, what, that's the statistic. Yeah. The, the statistical likelihood that Jesus could have done that, and he did. Yeah. And he did! <laughs> like, I just love that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's so crazy. It's so... I just don't... I think... I truly believe you have to have more faith to not believe than to believe. Yeah. But. I guess it's in this book, um, Science Speaks by Peter Stoner. So maybe one we need I've to I've heard look of up that here. before, mm-hmm. yeah. actually. Only one person has fulfilled all Old Testament messianic prophecy. My, my apologies, messianic prophecy. So it was Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, it's good. It is good. So there's our, our scripture and our just food for thought in. Uh, as we move into more of the silly things of Christmas. Yeah. And Ponder these things yeah. in your heart leading up to, to Christmas. Yes. I guess that's what I would say is mm-hmm. you have a moment that in the busyness of the season, like mm-hmm. make sure you're setting down to spend time with the Savior. Yes. Like, like he is the reason. Be quiet. Be quiet before him and worship him mm-hmm. and and let it permeate your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it sounds corny because I even like sometimes will roll my eyes at it. Like the reason for the season. Yeah. But it's because you see it everywhere. Everywhere. Now. But it's true. Like he is the reason for the season. Give him the proper um, notice and the proper, uh, what word, um, what word? Worship. Are Worship mm-hmm. and praise and um, that he deserve credit yeah. <laughs> that he deserves for you know, you'll walk away filled. Yes. I mean, that's a promise. I'm realizing and I can, I, even as, um, girls getting together last night and we were talking about our shopping list and how it's like, not even, we were all one saying like, we don't need anything. Like what mm-hmm. talking about our husbands asking us or whoever. And, um, and two, it's like, we're just going small this Christmas mm-hmm. for the kids or something. Mm-hmm. Because when you get older, you realize you know, that's not necessarily what you remember. You might remember a big gift or two, you know, from collectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you remember the smell of the pine candles. You remember your mom's, you know, silly sweater that mm-hmm. you, you just re- you remember the how you felt during the song or the lights on the tree and how it made you feel, You you know. Um, or Christmas Eve service, those are the things that you remember more than anything. And those are more of those true memory makers, those core memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about we start off with a memory? All right. So this was my friend, Tiff, who you actually just <laughs> yeah, met. Yeah, I did. Um, her favorite, Hi, Tiff. <laughs> her favorite memory, um, and it's a short and simple one, um, but I love it. Making cookies and decorating them while watching Christmas Vacation. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. That's so one. I actually wrote down some fun movie suggestions. If anybody, I, don't, I feel like everybody has their own trademark Christmas season movie. Yeah. Um, but I wrote down the cr- Christmas Vacation is Seth's like staple. <laughs> 
Uh, the Santa Claus movies are oh, my favorite, yeah. but I also love Home, the Home Alone. Oh, I love the Home first Alone. two. The first two. Doesn't Kevin? Doesn't Adam look just like Kevin? Yeah, he does. Yeah, Kevin <laughs> like this for you. Um, and then what a movie I uh, um, it's been out for a while, but I just watched for the first time last year, and I like sobbed, and it gives me the butterflies now every time. It's called Klaus. It's oh, on I love that one. Netflix. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the song. Yeah. When she's on, like, she gets the sled, and I'm like, oh. And it's, like, such a beautiful song, and, oh, my gosh, I love that story. It, that is a good heart-filled mm-hmm. story. Yeah. And The Star is a good one. The Star is a good one. That one makes me cry, too. You're going <laughs> to laugh at what I cry at. Like, I'm a sucker for all things the, A Christmas Carol. Yeah. Like, I love the book. I have this beautiful, like, copy that has fabric on it. It's just gorgeous and i love the newer jim carrey version mm-hmm. but the one, the one that makes me cry the at the end, no the muppet one <laughs> because the song they sing <laughs> the song they sing and you know tiny tim's okay and they're all going through the streets and the scrooge is so happy but scrooge looks at the camera and he goes i will hold you close with a grateful heart i'm like <laughs> Stop it. Scrooge again. Stop it right now. <laughs> because I'm so grateful for everyone I love. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. I just, the Christmas Carol version I always remember is the Mickey Mouse one. Oh, I, I, we just watched that the other day. Really? And you know why I cried? I cried. <laughs> because my gra- my grandma who passed away this summer. Yeah. We would watch that at her house yeah. all year long. Oh. And so I heard the music and I was like, jeez. I am I am undone oh my gosh I literally was standing at the I guys it's true mom's podcast the other or last week as you get older you cry even more I I I shared that with you yes I'm grateful for the softening in my heart honestly yes like there there was a time in my life where I would actually look at people and go well why why can't I cry yeah and I don't know what it was yeah the Holy Spirit you know as we become more and more like Christ. And I think of the fruits of the spirit as we grow in Jesus, mm-hmm. developing us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. We're just more sensitive gentle, to yeah. these things, this gentleness too. Mm-hmm. So like, there I am crying at cartoon versions of Christmas Carol. Well, I'm crying smelling the pine candle and looking out at the snow. I know. I kind of like want to sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> well, here. Now I would jump to this since you said that. Since Meg Sorry. is... Meg is the musician the talented musician here i thought she doesn't know about this oh jeez but it's pretty easy i mean kind of oh boy um i don't know about this i i'm very indecisive that's why i'm like kind of easy but so christmas music is obviously like the staple in most households almost everybody always listens to christmas music i know there's some haters out there yeah so i am going to give you eight christmas songs okay and i want you to rank them from one to eight so like meaning like, put them in order. Oh, like, when they were released? No, 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 no. From your, like, what you think is the best. Ooh, all right. Okay, so I don't know if you have a, I don't know if you'll need to write it down or not. But it'll be, just like, a, you might have to take a note. Okay. So, I'll just read them. You don't have to write things all down. Okay. I can repeat as much as possible. Okay. So, here's the options. And I tried to do both, like, I'm always, I always like a good, like, script, like, about Jesus Christmas song versus the other, but I tried to mix it up. So yeah. we have, but not that much. The Little Drummer Boy. Oh. <laughs> that one makes me cry. 
Actually, all these make me cry. Okay. Silent Night. Okay. Away in a Manger. Away. Mary, Did You Know. Oh, boy. Baby, It's Cold Outside. Oh, yeah. All I Want for Christmas. <laughs> I like Michael Blue Bublé's version. Yeah, I'm sorry, Millie. I know you love it. Have you heard? Have you heard that one? The, my, his his version. Yes, of he's good. His is better than Mariah Carey's. Yeah. I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> Joy to the world in the Christmas song. Okay, the Christmas song gives me the butterflies. That's Chestnuts, Rosie yeah. Bar, right? Joy to yeah. the world, the Christmas song. Um, I sang that a lot in jazz bands. My favorite, oh, my favorite is um, Brett Eldridge's version. He has a really good Christmas. He's like known for his Christmas albums. Who is it? Brett Eldridge. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I nice hear you. He has like a Sinatra vibe. So I have to rank these. Yeah. In order from what I like. Yeah. Okay. What you think is best? What I think is to, best to you greatest to least. Greatest to least. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, Silent Night's number one for me. Okay. Gets me, because, you know, you stand there with the candle. Yeah. Um, then number two, Mary, Did You Know? I just think it's a great message. Oh, and so I, I do like Mark Lowry. Um, three, The Christmas Song. I love it. It's very mm -hmm. classic. And four, Joy to the World. And I like the version Tom does at church. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, Tom. I like the Mercy Me version. Yeah. That's a similar pride to what he does. Okay. And then, when how many have I done? The next is Baby It's Cold Outside. I love that. I cannot get my husband to sing it with me. <laughs> like, just sing it with me, please. And it's not about date rape. No. That's ridiculous. Okay. And then Away in the Manger. Did I say that already? No, I didn't. Then The Little Drummer Boy. I'm shocked that that's lower. And then the last one is All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> <laughs> it's my last one. You can just stay where you are, Mariah. <laughs> Sorry uh, if you love it. It just it gets on my nerves now. Get, her version does get on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I don't really, li I might listen to it once a year now. Yeah. I used to love it when I was little, and now I don't know. I just have this vivid memory of being an old Navy yeah. as a teenager, and it kept coming on. I was like, again? Would change the CD? <laughs> <laughs> but I will listen to Michael Bublé's version a couple of times, but. I like his Christmas CD, but I don't, I don't like her version that much anymore either. Yeah. So those are my that that's and I put I felt bad putting the Christmas song before some of the religious ones, but just feel it's like nostalgic. Yeah, it sums up the nostalgia yeah. of the memories of Christmas. Mm -hmm. So there. Yeah, it's literally called the Christmas song for a reason. Yeah, and <laughs> the little drummer boy. I know you love it. Um, after a while, I'm like, bum, I'm like. Only the for king and country version. Yeah, now that is good. <laughs> that is good. Live for king and country version. You it's need to listen to it. Good. And the video. The yeah, video is very it's good. It's good. The music yeah. video. Worth looking up. It is. Yeah. Highly recommend. So my favorite Christmas albums are the Michael Bublé one. Mm -hmm. The Brett Eldridge one. Well, he has two, but the one's like a deluxe and it has all the other ones plus like 10 more songs on it. Um, and actually, I think he just released another Christmas album. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and then any of, like, the classic ones. Yeah, like the crooners. Yeah. Bing Crosby, mm -hmm. Tony Bennett, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Um, I love Amy Grant's 
Christmas album. Yeah. Like from I don't think the nineties. I grew up on that and Leanne here here's a memory for me <laughs> and Leanne and Rachel. There's like this river dance on there. <laughs> Huh? Yes! And it was a tape. And we would, whatever we were doing, usually it was like wrapping presents or something. We would get up and we would pretend that we were professional river dancers. <laughs> when this thing came on. Hey, you do have the hair. I do have the hair. You don't have the hair. But you know, we're horrible. And we would just be like, kick it and kick it and kick it. <laughs> Leanne, you know what I'm talking about. That's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. Amy Grant. It. That's a good one. <laughs> Um, I could, I'll read Erica's, my sister's, um, Christmas memory. And she said, uh, watching Elf, number one, that's her movie. Oh, I, love I do love Elf, but here's the thing. I discovered this before you, Erica, I will say is cause mom and dad went out with friends and they saw this movie and they bought it and they brought it home and they gave it to me. And I literally watched it November 1st, every night from November 1st to Christmas day. <laughs> Sorry, it's just so funny. The whole actually, I'm not laughing at you so much. I just had I just remembered I remembered something from the movie where he burps. Yeah. Oh. It's so loud. Did you hear that? <laughs> and that's what made me laugh at that moment. I wasn't laughing that's at so you. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I remember being so mad, like every all of a sudden Erica discovered this movie and everybody's like, Oh yeah, she's like discovered this movie. I'm like, I've literally watched it from November. I've got it first. <laughs> December twenty fifth. <laughs> but now when I'll watch it, you know, maybe each year. Um, it's like more of a background. I don't sit down and yeah. watch it anymore because I'm sick of it after that. <laughs> so then I ruined it for myself. Well, now you've set the record straight. Yes. Kylie watched it first. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. it was one of those stupid things. The other but, one I love is when he puts the star on the tree. And, and he jumps on the tree. <laughs> Go watch it. It's so candy. funny. Candy cane. Candy, candy corn. Candy corn. And syrup. I missed yes. <laughs> oh, but then another one she shared, and this was a good one. This is true. So my mom always went with her friend Gloria to shopping each and every year. And it would be like an all day Christmas thing. Oh, getting it done. Basically like shop to your job type stuff. Well, we knew she would then hide them all in her closet. Yep. And then we knew that, mm-hmm. and she would try to cover it up with blankets and stuff. So, you know, every whenever they weren't around, we all, like, get together, or one of us would see another person going to their room, and then we're like, what are you doing? Are you peekers? <laughs> yes. Oh, no! So we all, I remember uh, vividly all three of us sitting on the edge of their bed and us going through the <gasps> stuff. You did? Oh, you're rotten! <laughs> All three of us did. Wow. But it was fun. Well, that's where... I think that is the quintessential place where mom hides the presents. But my kids, Mm -hmm. I told them, I'm like, you want your surprise to be spoiled, then go in the closet. So they basically... I put it on them, and they will choose... They choose not to. And even if, like, my closet door's open, they'll stand at the door and go, Mom, close the closet! Because they want to be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's funny. Oh, Diane. Can't believe it. We are, we are all like, what is it? Wow. <laughs> oh, man. And then um, I'll read Camille's. Camille 
commented that she, her family always lights candles on a donut and sings happy birthday to Jesus. Oh. And it's been a fun tradition to start Christmas morning with. Oh, that is so I cute. I love that. The donut. I like the donut because yeah. we used to bake a cake. And we baked a cake or got a cake. How did we do that last year? I don't think I baked it. But we did it. Happy birthday to Jesus. I like the donut idea. Yeah, I do too. I've never heard that. Yeah. We used, um, Jesse's grandma would do that. We'd yeah. We'd sing happy birthday to Jesus. I love the donut. Yeah. What kind of donut is it? No, I'm curious. <laughs> Does it matter? Probably, I, probably just whatever you fancy. I like apple fritters. Mm, I like a long john. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know um, in Wadsworth, we don't call them Long John's? Really? It's a cream stick. Huh. Yeah. And so Jesse, like one of the first times he came to visit my family, yeah. my dad took him to our famous pastry shop yeah. there. Hello, Ann's Pastry Shop. It's amazing. <laughs> and he, Jesse went, I want a Long John, please. And yeah. my dad was like, what? It's a Long John. I've heard him called something else too. Not that. But they have a couple of different names. Yeah. We call him a cream stick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> Cream sticks. Cream sticks. Oh man. Um, shoot, I was gonna say something, but I don't remember. I didn't. It's not anything for my notes because I went the little bit of notes I have. I read, did everything. Leanne sent in a memory too. Well, not on there, but she no gave it to on us. there. I did it. Um, it's okay. I know it. <laughs> I well, that's what I figured. That's why I did it. Screenshot. No, it's okay. <laughs> so Leanne's Christmas memory is uh, has has. It's me. <laughs> not I lost my front teeth and I kid you not it was at least two years I did not have front teeth hey it's like Jay it was a long time <laughs> and every it didn't like it was probably more than that honestly because I remember just dreading this question like people would be like hey Meg what do you want for Christmas all you want is your two front teeth or some <laughs> variation yeah, of that of course and of course. I was like ha ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and we had this neighbor and he was such a nice guy but he would say to me, hey, Meg, grow a tooth. <laughs> like, and that wasn't even at Christmas. That was all year. And I was like, I'm trying, okay? <laughs> I like how you're so offended. I know. Comment. I know. I was just a kid. And I just didn't. He, other than that, I liked it. But when yeah. he would say that, I would be like, <laughs> you know, just little kid stuff. Yeah. I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying to grow a tooth. They came in eventually. That's hilarious. That's Leanne's memory. Oh, and there's a, I guess, adding to that, there's a picture of me the, without teeth, and I'm in, like, this pink fuzzy robe, and I got Teacher Barbie. Like, I really want a Teacher Barbie, and I'm like this. <laughs> you know, like, cheesing it up, and there's no teeth. So there's Leanne's. That's funny. Yes. My big, a big memory for me and my whole family will know this. And Tiff would even know this. Is every Christmas I had like a theme because I just everything I, I would get into, I got into. Oh. Like I'm not a person that just like dibbles in it. I like go full force. Oh goodness. So I remember specifically one year I was obsessed with frogs. And so I got a ton of frog stuff. <laughs> like I, like everything was a frog, like from the pin board to blankets with frogs to like little frog toys. Yeah. Um yeah, that was one. Um another year was Dale Jr. <laughs> Dale Jr. Oh my gosh. That was one of the last ones. That's hilarious. One year it was Reds baseball, but I literally had Reds a Reds baseball room. 
And then um, the la- other one I... Oh, what was that le- last one? I, I just had in my head one more that I could kind of remember. Because it wasn't every year, but there was a good... Oh, horses. There was like a good um, time where it was like every year was a... A different, a, a different thing. My little sister was like that. Rachel, she yeah. would be like hardcore. Like, nope, it's all about this this yes. year. Yeah. And I'd be like... It's so like, I can't think of anything else but this yeah. frog. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> I need it. But, yeah, that was that was a, a big thing. Nice. I think it's hard to pinpoint one favorite Christmas memory for me. But I think the one that just sticks with me most of all is Christmas morning and waiting on the steps for to be able to come downstairs you know yeah my mom would patter around and make sure that santa came yeah um you know get the music and the candle lit and the bible out and just make sure everything was perfect and we would be dying (laughs) oh my gosh just let us begin i can't hold it anymore and so then she would finally go okay and we would just Come down the steps and that first glimpse of the tree. Yeah. Know, it was really special. Where you got so what we were so we had to wait till mom and dad got up, obviously. But we were allowed to go down and open our stocking. Oh really? Without them. No, we were not allowed to do anything. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Yeah. Is this Sunday at our meal at home, mm-hmm. I Paige started talking about Christmas and how excited she is. And she, with me out me even asking, she goes, Mom, do you know my favorite thing about Christmas? I went, What? And she said the same thing. Yeah. Because I've carried on what my mom does. She yeah. Goes, mom, I love it when I sit on the steps and yeah. you're down there and you're getting everything ready and we're finally able to come down. <laughs> I went, ah, yeah. so I'm, I'm carrying that on from when, oh, you know, my sweet. mom did that. Yeah. The anticipation. I like it. Factor. Oh. I know this is, might sound silly, but like, um. Another, like, I guess my themes weren't, like, necessarily a favorite memory, but it's just a memory. Yeah. But I could say, like, one of my, like, a favorite memory of mine is we'd always go to my grandma and grandpa Snyder's on Christmas Eve. And I, it, it was always in the evening. Yeah. And we were the only three grandkids, so, you know, it was, like... A big deal. A big deal. Yeah. And um, we would be there, we'd eat, and it would always be, like, so- something very atypical, like, for Christmas. Like, we'd have pizza or meatballs. Oh, it, it's like I love that. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then we would open up gifts, and then afterwards we'd always play cards. Oh, and yeah. or some kind of typically we do that some, too. We, yeah, we we play euchre. We yeah, love it. Yeah, we don't we don't play euchre because Erica refuses to learn after Dad tried to teach her. And made oh, her cry. Erica, learn it. <laughs> But we would play, you know, some, we played Euchre, I guess, once we got older, but Erica just didn't play. Yeah. But she'd hang, you know, she'd be there. Oh, sure. She'd hang it out. Yeah. It, but we would play other games too. There's a game called Sequence that oh, we yeah, play. Oh, yeah, Sequence. Yeah. 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 And, um, but the whole time, Grandpa, I'll probably cry, um, he would be like walking around with the, I'm crying, the video recorder. And he, what he would do, and he was such a turd, like, he was, like, a grump. He's literally, I called him Grumpa because he was so grumpy. But he would be laughing all the time about, like, how grumpy he was. But he would, like, you know, the old camcorders, there's, like, this button, and it would take a picture in the middle of the video. Yeah. So you could hear everything going on around it, but it would be a picture for, like, five seconds. Oh, fine. And the camera. And what he would do is he, we have this progression <laughs> of dad's bald spot. <laughs> 
and all of a sudden, sometimes in the background, you just hear him go, hee, 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 And that's how he would laugh. I'm not even kidding. He literally <laughs> said, hee, hee, hee. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> or, like, he'd zoom way in on somebody's face and take a picture. And then, or one of us kids would grab it and, you know, do it to him. And Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, yeah, we would uh, switch every, like, uh one grandma on my mom's side would either have Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they, next year they would switch. Yeah. But I just, uh, we would go to our church service, have a candlelight service, then go to whatever grandma's house. But I just remember how, one, how exciting. Both my grandmas made it very special and you have taught me a lot on keeping tradition, how important that is for the family. Yeah. Um, but... I would I would be driving home and normally it was, you know, it's a cold night and all the stars are out and I would just like yeah. look at the stars. And then they always seem so bright. Yes, and like just how beautiful the season is and the Christmas yeah. lights. And I just that's a that's a comforting memory too. Just mm-hmm. that after that time of being together, mm-hmm. going home. Yeah. And knowing that the morning is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because then I, I always loved it because we would come home then that night on Christmas Eve. And then sometimes we were, it was kind of like a, ever, it always, dif- I think it was more when we got older. We'd have like a little gift that we would open on Christmas Eve once we got home. Oh, nice. And then that wasn't all the time. But um, it, I know a few years that was the case. But then that morning we'd wake up, you know, and we'd un. We'd be up before mom and dad. We'd get our stockings and we could, you know, eat our beef jerky because that was always in stockings. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and um, wait on mom and dad. And then they would come down and we'd unwrap gifts. But then, you know, around lunch or in the closer, later afternoon, um, we knew that we were going to go to Grandma Se- or Grandma Shellbarger's. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and so then we would have that we do have cousins, a few cousins on that side. So then we knew that it was going to be a fun day of just like playing and hanging out and then seeing the other side of the family as well. And yeah, nice. It's just, it's, it's actually really weird to think about like when you get older and how those routine routines just change. Yeah. And so I think that's hitting me more this year than it ever had. It's the, the mantle's kind of being passed. Like, you know? yeah, it's, it's like, no, you. it's us yeah. in charge. Uh-huh. And that's, I think that's why the comment from Paige really warmed my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, okay, we're, we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing it. Yeah. And it is important. Don't downplay it. Um, you know, kind of what we hit on in comfort and calm is these are the things that actually the small things in life, mm-hmm. they're, they're huge. Mm-hmm. They're huge. Yeah. So I hope you guys can all just, I hope this has inspired you to just take a moment and reflect, mm-hmm. like put in the effort to make it special for your family. You know, there's that meme out there that says all that Christmas magic that I thought growing up that yep. I thought what existed, it was my mom yeah, or dad or who, you know, fill yeah. it in. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a, it's important. It is important. And I, I've had marvelous examples of that in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my grandmothers, my mom. Yeah, they've done great. Same here, and that's a blessing. It is. I think that's a good spot to end. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. Yeah, I don't either. So take the time to reflect. Yeah, and worship. We, yes, that's why I think my focus is on this season. Yeah, is like the worship and because you know, um, like even our Christmas last year isn't the same as this year, and just the changes of what happened over the past year, and I. I just think it's just 
that's what he's I, I, he's what that's what he's calling all of us to do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's really like calling me to do that this season. Yeah, you so, feel it. Yeah, likewise. Um, I was gonna say something. It's gone. <laughs> Don't you love it? No. Here's something else that happens when you get older. No kidding. No kidding. And stuttering on words. Like, I didn't used to be a stutterer, but yeah. I swear every time I sub, now I'm, like, stuttering. I'm like, Me what too. is this? You know what my thing is? Um, I've noticed it's, like, I start to stutter because I'm so lost in my own head. Yeah. Like, thinking about something and something catches me off guard and it's, like, all of a sudden, ah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's intimidating. Not intimidating. I can do it, but... You know, when you get to the class and you basically have 10 minutes to look at the lesson plan, understand it, and teach it. Yeah. I think it is. You're right. It's like almost your brain is going. And I'm like, what are words? I even awkwardly said to this high school class one time, I was like, sometimes I stutter. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not a medical condition I have. Yeah. I've just been noticing it. (laughs) Embarrassing. Sometimes it happens. (laughs) Yeah. And even like earlier, statistics. (laughs) Whatever. I've noticed. I second guess. Every single word that all of a sudden I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> and then I, and then I, I'm Man. fine. Oh, wow. oh, but anyways, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you guys have a great, um, Thanksgiving and cr- Christmas and new years and, yes. um, it'll sadly all be over before we know it and. Um, just enjoy it. Yeah, be in the be in the moment. That's yep. something I ask the girls to pray for me for. I don't always mm-hmm. want to be looking to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And we've been learning in church. A mature believer mm-hmm. isn't always looking for the next thing. Yep. We we make a point to be content, content. in the calling mm-hmm. we're in right now, and that yep. has struck such a chord with me. Yeah. So thank you, Pastor Matt. For yeah. That. And it makes sense because we're not like we're not promised tomorrow. No. Be right here, right yeah. now. And Otherwise, enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just leave that there. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, and Happy New Year. From Midwest Girls. Yes. We'll see you back here. Well, actually, in our studio. (gasps) Yeah. I know. And January 9th. Yeah. We didn't even plan that nice ending. Just came out. It did. Wow, look at us. Look, we're getting professional. Whoa. (laughs) But for real, guys, we hope you have a great um, holiday season, and um, we hope it's fun and safe and hopeful of hot cocoa and cookies and lots of fun, cozy memories. Do all the things. Yes, all the things. But we love you guys. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. We could not do it without you and all your support. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, comment your thoughts, and share this with all who you love in order to raise awareness for what we are doing here on Midwest Girls and at Project 68. Also, I just wanted to let you in on just a little secret. We have a little discount code for our listeners at our merch store, which you can find on our website or in the notes section below. It is Midwest Girls 10, all caps. Again, Midwest Girls 10, all caps. And you can find our merch store link at www.project68ministry.com or you can find it all in the show notes below. We give God all the glory for this platform and we hope this podcast is making an impact for the kingdom. So until next time, much love and God bless to y'all.